welcome, 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 listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. It is episode number 61 of the Fret Talk Podcast. You are joined by Matt Quine. No, no, not Matt Quine. It's not Matt Quine. What's happening? I am not Matt Quine. It's Mr. Ollie Miles. Say hi. <laughs> I'm Matt Quine. Yeah, well, today you are you are the now. unofficial Matt Quine, so... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to do his accent though. I can't. No. No, it would be it would be wildly offensive. I'm sure. Which yeah, we do com- not do on comedic this podcast. Element. <laughs> comedic element. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt, <laughs> you're definitely you're definitely a co-host. <laughs> so, Ollie, it's been it's been so long. What's been going on? It, it has been a long time. I've just. I've, I've finished uni now. I'm waiting for my final results. Um, just sort of picking myself up, finding work and getting to grips with how to, you know, <laughs> not be in education. That's it. How to adult now. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's tough, man. It get it gets worse. Like you think, yeah, this uni, uni life's all right. And then oh, it's all downhill from there, mate. <laughs> I wouldn't bother. Just stay at uni forever. Yeah. I'm going to start another course. That's, That's it. it. I was always into trying to get 360 degrees. I thought that would be awesome because then you'd have an entire circle yeah. of education. <laughs> That's brilliant, yeah. But yeah, the, yeah, the, try that. the first degree was was enough work, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah one, one, was, one was enough for me. That's Definitely it. enough for me. So you've, you've, you've finished up uni. Uh so yeah. what kind of what did the uh, the kind of final throws of the the unique course entail because I know you you shared some stuff on our group didn't you Yeah yeah um so my last sort of term well my last two terms were based solely on dissertation and final performance Yeah 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 So my dissertation is not something it wasn't the biggest dissertation in the world, but I based it all on how guitars can be fretted differently. So, uh, you you know, you get like fan fret guitars, fretless guitars, yeah, microtonal guitars, or just straight fret guitars. Kind of went down there and see how they differed and if they actually made any sort of change or influenced anything. And cool. I did a few thousand words on that. And then my final performance was just self-indulgent. Awesome. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so yeah. what was it that you played for your for your final performance for our listeners who uh, so my final performance uh I played three tracks. Yeah. I had my first track was uh, Six Feet Deeper by the Winery Dogs, which is Richie Cotson, Richie Cotson who Cotson is one of my favourites. He's uh he's a beast, um, isn't he? Oh, uh, I didn't even attempt the original solo. I just improvised. <laughs> yeah. Um, then my second track was No Good For You by a band called Inglorious, who anyone who knows me knows I've spent the last sort of 18 months being obsessed with them. And then uh, my final track was Blackbird by Alterbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you sharing that one, actually, and I just thought... I- yeah. Because I, I completely wrote off Alterbridge just thinking, no, oh, it's going to be like kind of late 90s pap. Uh, <laughs> but that, that track was wicked. It was really good. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Because 
I mean, in the original, you got the Miles and Mark both play a solo each. Oh, right, do they? But it's sort of Miles Kennedy plays a sort of one of his kind of solos, and then Tremonti just <laughs> goes, ah, move out the way. Yeah. And just let the big boys play. Everything. <laughs> um, but it's my favorite song. It's my favorite solo as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And I sat down with the guitarist when we were preparing for it. And I, he was like, yeah, just take both the solos. Nice. Just, just do it both. Just do it all in one go. So I did, and it, yeah. Yeah, you, you did it, it justice as well. It was, it was a really good version of it. I, yeah, I, I did it. It wasn't perfect. The entire performance wasn't perfect because we only had one rehearsal. <sighs> but um, I, I enjoyed it. Everyone else enjoyed it. And that was yeah. what I aimed for was just to have a, you know, a good laugh for my last thing at uni. Yeah, yeah, kind of and, last yeah. hurrah and just go yeah, over the bank. Just, uh, exactly, yeah. I didn't play crazy technical jazz. I didn't play crazy anything. I just went, here's three songs I like. It, all my band members are people I've hung out with for the last year or two. Yeah. Um, let's just uh, let's have a let's have a good crack as my final performance with some friends. That's what it's about, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. If 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 doing a music course is for anything, it's to get out there and enjoy the fucking music, isn't it? Exactly. It's uh, my my degree. As much as I in you know did the work and whatever. Yeah. I didn't go for the degree. I went to meet people and yeah, to network like, on it for you. Experience and like be introduced to all these different kinds of music. Yeah, so I was yeah. I just like listened to progressive metal before I left for uni, and now I've come back and I'll play just about anything anyone will throw at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that <laughs> because of, of what happened at uni. That segues quite nicely onto your uh, your YouTube channel, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. So, I mean, I. My uh, probably about three weeks ago. Yeah, I've had a I've had a YouTube channel for years where I've put random videos up and yeah, done done the odd bit back playing Bullet for My Valentine and Parkway Drive covers sort of five or so years ago. Yeah, like the um, kind of standard standard fare for for uh, beginning yeah. YouTube channels. Yeah, so I did that, and then in my final sort of few months at uni, I I got really into sort of the live pop scene yeah yeah where you've got artists like bruno mars justin timberlake are all absolutely killing it with their live bands yeah yeah their, yeah their live bands are they're they're better than a lot of actual bands that are out there yeah um the the first time i kind of um got wise to the fact that like pop artists were were getting like some serious serious uh talent behind them was when yeah. um, Dizzy Rascal uh, toured with Guthrie Govan uh, as his guitarist. I did not know that. And it was. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was doing that. And then, like, maybe about a year later, it was um, Nuno Betancourt with Rihanna. I know there's there's a few guys that are out. I mean, obviously, you've got the big guy, which is Pete Thorne, who's just YouTube sensation. I think he's in Japan at the moment. And then. The big guy at the moment in the pop world is a guy called Matteo Sassato. Okay. Who bless you? He's if you look, if you <laughs> if you look on the Sir website, I think he's yeah. got a signature Sir model. But he's just sort of appeared in the yeah. last couple of years, and 
I, you know, there's a picture, there's a video of him on Instagram at age 12 playing like a John Petrucci lick. Fuck, man. How do you compete with that? How do you compete with a a guy? Exactly. He's like a Brazilian guy. There's a few, there's lots of videos of him on YouTube. I think he plays for Jesse J at the moment. A fair play. And he's just, uh, honestly, he, he is mental absolutely mental it's like when you were uh, when you see those videos um of joe bonamassa when he was kind of doing the the like the blues clubs when he was about 12 as well like yeah getting up on stage with bb king and stuff or like in in the clubs uh and he's just like absolutely ripping it you're like fuck man the, i had i didn't even have a chance did i like yeah it's like i think my my thing now is with, I mean, if you look at going to a different instrument, if you look at drummers, yeah, you get live drummers. You either get the guy who's got all the chops or you've got the guy who grooves harder than anyone. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're never both. They either hold an incredible groove, but the chops are simplified or you've got the guy who can groove, but his, when he, does a feel it you kind of look around and go what the you know what just happened there that was incredible uh, i don't mean and to that's brag, but uh my band's drummer he's uh he's that guy he's yeah. he's mr chops but he's he's all about the groove yeah and so i'm i'm kind of just i think i'm just going to stick with the groove thing mm-hmm. and just get 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 that behind me first and then build off that. And if I can do the chops one day as well, then that would be cool. Uh, the thing is that like 90% of the people who are listening to music don't want to hear like super technical guitar chops. Exactly. Whereas, they just want to, yeah, everything's just got to fit. Yeah. There's so many people who, who will enjoy a good groove. Exactly. Like everyone just being in that pocket and just being so tight together. Exactly. It's just, you can't beat that, I think. Seeing some of the people I've seen um, spending a bit of time in London and whatnot and seeing a lot of yeah. the, or meeting a few of like the pros yeah, and seeing them play, you can't, you understand why they're there. Yeah. It's because they don't overplay anything. They'll overplay when they're told to overplay. Yeah, yeah. When they, but other than yeah, when the, they'll sit there. Yeah, singer looks over, gives them the nod. That's yeah, it. there's there's your like four bars of just ripping it a new asshole. Yeah, then and then it just yeah, just, back. then they just disappear back into the pocket and That's it's it, amazing. Back into the pocket, yeah, and it's like it's almost like you they kind of disappear again, isn't it? Like they they're just so well within yeah. the mix and everything's just like super super tight. Exactly, like I say, you just you look at some of the pop artists. And the ones who do have live bands, I respect heavily. But yeah, that's yeah. what my my YouTube channel is just kind of finding some of these live arrangements. Yeah, um, and then just doing covers of them, having fun with the but, uh, with the groove. Yeah, it's. But I'm starting to run out of ideas after about three weeks now because <laughs> of copyright strikes and things. Yeah, I mean, you, you ran yeah. into some problems with that, didn't you? With the uh, the copyright. Yeah, my second week. Yeah. Shit, man. My second video, <laughs> I got massive. I was so happy with that video as well. <laughs> Shit, man. Just need to like get the video yeah, and like, down tune it half a step, and then the algorithms won't get it. 
debate in doing that. I might do that this week, actually. I might have that as this week's video. Yeah. Is a, a second attempt at the, because it was, um, it was a live version of Jesse J do it like a dude. I don't know that tune. Um, but... It's, there's a live version from a capital FM gig okay. in London. Okay. And it's, ah, uh, yeah. I mean, the guitar solo, he, just, he literally just plays the, the beat it solo from, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> with a couple of licks over it yeah he's, t- he's told to come forward and he just play he just plays a like part of the beat it solo yeah bust and it's yeah some, some Van it's Halen. nuts yeah and it, it's yeah I, I i listened to it for the first time i was like yes i i've ignored this for too long but yes i mean i've got to give give props to uh to jesse J though as well i mean she's got some vocal chops on her as well well, yeah, that's the thing. I was I was reading through the comments um, on that video from that gig, and apparently she had a chest infection throughout that entire gig. Shit. Yet the big ending they do because it's the last song. Yeah, I that's like yeah the vo- like the vocal run she does at the end is out of this world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that quote like? Hard work, hard work beats talent, and. She is just, yeah. she's one of these ones who's just put the time and the effort in. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, just, I, I'm, I'm just, when I, when I come across the right videos, I just sit there and go, I, you know, I spent so many years going, ah, oh, pop, nah, shit, forget it. I, like if Matt would have came came out with if when I come across the videos, I I would have been all yeah. over that with with some form of smutty <laughs> smutty joke. What's wrong with me? <laughs> You're getting slow. You're I getting know, slow. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. It must be late. It's my <laughs> excuse. Uh, so yeah, um, the YouTube thing you've you've ventured into. Um, yeah, but there's there's also because uh, it's been so long, man. There's been there's been so many changes. Um, I know. I've been. I've just been. Our timelines have just sort of yeah yeah not met up for so long, and I just haven't been able to do it. It's all good though, man. It's all good. We're here now. We're we're casting yeah, the pod. I made it. I made it. That's it. Casting <laughs> the shit out of this pod. Uh, <laughs> so, how's the Kemper going? Ah, uh, the, uh, the the Kemper's not going. It's gone. <laughs> what? It has what, gone. What? The, Kem- the Kemper left the building about, oh, God, probably about two months ago, something like that. Shit. It, yeah. So it's, so it's gone. So run us through that, that kind of process, because, I mean, last time you were on, it was like the Kemper is the new thing and it will it will change. It will change the way I think about tone. I still hold that opinion. Yeah, so that's that's the thing. I don't have the the reason I sold the Kemper wasn't for tonal reasons or you know anything like that. You know it it was perfect for recording. It was perfect for live. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. Any tone I wanted, I had it. You know, I created some weird sounds on there, and I created some of the best tones I think I'll ever get or will have ever had on there. Right on, right on. To the point now where I keep a, I've still got a backup of my Kemper, just in, just case. in case I ever get one again. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. But the reason I sold it was because I found I spent more time fiddling with the Kemper. I can't I can't leave that one I alone. I can't leave that one alone. Come on. I was gonna say fiddling with the knobs, but I knew you'd I knew you'd jump on that. <laughs> you you're on guard, aren't you? You you Yeah, I am now. I'm I'm cautious. You're aware. Um but I, I spent more time touching the penis, you know, yeah. go <laughs> just kind of trying to get the tone of that little bit better, try and find yeah. that 0.1% better. Yeah. Yeah. It's rather than actually practicing. So, it, so it, I sold, yeah, it I sold it as a way to make myself practice. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly that. I spent more time going, Oh, this, this can be better yeah. than actually going to do what I was originally going to do. Yeah, it's almost like a kind of completionist uh, mindset, isn't it? Where if you've got the um, the the chance to try all of the tones ever, yeah, you don't feel like you're doing the the unit justice until you've tried all of the tones ever. Exactly. You know, I was I'd sit there and I'd have my like go to heavy tones and my go to crunch and my go to cleans and yeah. like my presets for effects and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'd use those. I mean, if I was playing something specific, I'd go, yeah, it's good, but I think that just, hang on, let me, let me just add this, like, parametric EQ just to make sure that I got that little mid thing there. <laughs> and I, yeah. it was like I was mixing what I was playing as I was playing. Yeah, yeah. So you, you weren't kind just, of in the moment of the, of, of the, the music. You were more kind of... yeah stepping away kind of thinking in terms of like the tone more than the musicality yeah i just kind of had that moment one day going i've i've been sat here for half an hour and i've played one song yeah yeah yeah. you know i've done nothing i need so i put it up for sale i sold it yeah yeah. Um, it went quick as well didn't it yeah it didn't it didn't i think it was up for like a week yeah I had a couple of time wasters and then a guy came and picked it up, transferred me the money from my PayPal and I I haven't, yeah, it's gone. Fair play, fair play. So, yeah. So um, <laughs> that that now leaves you amplest, doesn't it? Uh, it, it? It actually, I've now had, since the sale of the Kemper, I've now had three amps. Okay. So for a short while, I bought a PRS... Um, Sonzera. Oh, Sonzera. No, yeah. Um, which, as I'm a big PRS fanboy, because since the last time I've been on here, I've bought a PRS as well. What? 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 So we'll we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Okay. Let's talk amps first. Um, so I bought the Sonzera 50. Yeah, man, I remember that. You got you you got that, and it it was gone within a couple of days, wasn't it? Yeah. So I. I bought it from Anderton's. It arrived yeah. and it was, there was something wrong with it. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. I think there was a grounding issue somewhere in the amp. Mm-hmm. So I sent it back. Anderton's couldn't have been better. They literally swapped it. Yeah. They, as they, they sent the delivery driver who had another one on the truck. So yeah. we just swapped them over. Um, clean channel. One of the best clean channels I've ever heard absolutely nice. incredible nice absolutely incredible um but the drive channel just sucked <laughs> absolute it was dreadful <laughs> oh man don't hold I, don't hold back tell us what you really think man i don't 
I don't know the person who designed that. Yeah, I I just I can't imagine anyone sitting down after designing it and tweaking it, going, "That's yep. the right that, sound for the sound." Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, no that's that, yeah. Someone sat down and went, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It just yeah. There was just there was the low end was all over the place. No matter what you did, you could not tighten that amp up. It was just, it was a mess but, I on mean, the drive channel. That That is, like, for you, it's, like, the shittiest tone. But to some people, it's... Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, my, one of my friends has bought one. It's probably the one that I returned to Anderton's. <laughs> and he's going, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, one man's trash I mean, is another man's treasure, isn't it? Using, he's using a pedal to sort of blend the drive. Yeah, yeah. With what he's got. Um, but I just sort of wanted a here's a here's a good clean channel here's a good drive channel that I can just turn up to a gig with that and plug straight in yeah yeah just no nonsense it I just, suppose going from a Kemper as well that is just you plug into yeah. it and the tones are all there aren't they yeah so I just I sat there and went nah I don't want to have to think if I need a good drive sound I need to turn up to a gig with this this pedal set this way yeah and then every time I switch to the clean channel, I have to turn the pedal off and hit the channel switcher as well. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a faff. Yeah, it was more effort than it's worth, so I sent it back. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sort of went onto eBay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> which everyone has to do at some point. It's, it's always the, the start of a good story when I went onto eBay. So... I like I like Mesters. I've always wanted a Mesa Boogie. Yeah. Ever you know, ever since I discovered bands like Metallica and Dream Theater and whatever, like Mesa Boogie has been it's 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 at the forefront, but they're just so damn expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's powering a lot of the uh the big big bands from that era, isn't it? Yeah, which I'm a huge fan of a lot of those guitarists yeah, and their yeah. tones. So there's a few amps that sort of got lost under the radar of other big amps that Mesa made. Yeah. Um, like, so I ended up with an amp called the DC five. Yeah. Which it, was, it's not one that um, I've heard of before. Yeah. It's, it's sort of, it got lost. It's a, it's a 50 watt, um, two channel amp. And it's, it was released around the same time as sort of the rectifier series. So it's early nineties. Yeah. Um it's got it's still got the graphic EQ and whatever. It's two two channel. Yeah. Um it's not perfect, but you can fix it. The clean channel is amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm very easily pleased with clean channels. Um <laughs> and the the drive channel, the low end can get again, the low end can get messy. Yeah. But with the graphic EQ that's on all messes I fixed it in about ten seconds. Yeah, it's it's not Just, easy to to dial. Uh, it's not sorry hard to to dial it into a point where it, you're you're happy with. Yeah, it. yeah, and then so I quite happily play that. It just weighs a ton, <laughs> which is the only thing. Yeah, messer. Well, that that's it, isn't it? That yeah. is that is it right there. Yeah, and then. Recent, and then the third amp, which I've been through. Yeah. So that I've still got the Mesa. Um, 
and I bumped into my old guitar teacher, uh-huh. who is touring France, just him, his van, and a couple of acoustic guitars. Cool. Um, he, he got Basically, he got signed up to an agency, and he, he was in the Alps playing 13 gigs a week. It's, Living it's, the dream. It's good work if you can get it, isn't it? Yeah, he loves snowboarding, so, you know, when he wasn't gigging, he was snowboarding, he was, you know... I mean, that he was happy. Sounds like an ideal, ideal setup for that man, doesn't it? Exactly, and he's a uh, he's he's brilliant. So he finished sort of that five month or so season, and yeah. then he's come back here for a few months to do a few weddings and a couple of festivals and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the agency have offered him to go out pretty much permanently. For as long as he'd like, he can go out there and they'll get him gigs. Nice. Whether he wants a gig a day or whether he wants three gigs a day, they'll sort him. Shit, man. Because they they loved him out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got all this stuff in storage because he's a bit of a gear guy. He likes yeah. he likes gear. He's a he's a he's one of us. Um, he's a guitarist. He's, I mean, you know, comes with a yeah. He's he's the reason. He's the reason I I am like I am, you know. Yeah, he'll he'll buy a pedal for one song in a set that he does once, <laughs> and then just go, and then it will just sit there, and he might sell it. Yeah, um, but he's off to he's off to France. Yeah, and he's sold a lot of stuff that he doesn't need, and he's lent a couple of friends a couple of guitars to look after, and his prized possession. Which he can't leave with his parents because if his parents move house, then they're not going to move it. Is his Vox AC30? Yes. Um, which flight cased Vox? Well, it's a, yeah, it's got a flight case for it as well. Shit, man. Which you know, if it wasn't heavy enough, here have some more weight. That's it. Yeah. Um, but it does put it on wheels, which is quite nice. <laughs> um, one saving. So there. yeah, I bumped into him one day. Uh, couple of weeks ago and it came into conversation and he asked whether I'd like to look after it to yes. which of course I said yes um, you know anyone says do you want to look after my stuff for free use it do what you want just look after it that's it yeah yeah I'm, yeah of course I'm going to say yes oh yeah so I'll, he, I'll, I will take that hardship I will yeah I'll, <laughs> exactly I'll, I'll ease that burden for you um, so he turned up to my house last week and dropped it off. Nice. And if you find my Facebook page or my Instagram or something, you'll see the video that the, I think it's like a 15 second video that I put on Yeah. where I had two overdrive pedals slamming into the front of it. And I just had it screaming. It's just you with a giant smile on your face for 15 seconds. Isn't it? It's going, yes, this <laughs> it was, is the I, tone. I, it was instant guitar face. That's it. And it was it was incredible, yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun to have for the next few years, <laughs> probably. Bang on. Yeah. So that's my, that's my amp journey since the Kemper left. So tell us about this, um, this PRS uh, new guitar that you, were, that you were mentioned a little bit, a little bit earlier. So, uh, yeah, so about Easter time, I had, I had a, I had a month off uni. 
I was back home. I worked like hell for a few weeks. Uh huh. And I was a bit down. I was a bit bored. Um, so I decided to treat myself to a little wander into Birmingham uh-huh. and go to Guitar Guitar. And I ended up, I mean, I'd, I'd seen it on their website already and I knew it was, I knew it was there. <laughs> um, yeah. but I thought, I'll just, I'll just go and have a look. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm potentially not going to buy it, but I'm not going to say I'm, you know, I'm not going to say either way what I'm going to do. Yeah. You'll but let, I had a wander in. Quality decide. Yeah. So I, I had a wander in one day, um, just randomly, and sort of it was hanging on the wall. Uh-huh. It's a satin red bolt on custom twenty four. Cool, 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 cool. Um, satin red burst. It's yeah, it's it's very nice. I don't think I've ever shown it to a person without them going, "Oh, that's nice." Nice. Or, or something similar. Yeah. Everyone has a, a nice reaction to it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very quickly taken over as your uh, your go-to, hasn't it? The uh, the PR. It has. I've I was for the last few months at uni. I was known as that guy with the PRS. Uh, there were worse things to be known as. I'm sure I've been called it, worse. Oh, I, yeah, I've been called worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I just, there wasn't a lot, there's not a lot that PRS won't do. Yeah. So, so no matter what, what are the kind of features of it? Uh, so it's, it's custom 24. So dual humbuckers, is it? Yeah. Two humbuckers, three way select to switch, um, a three way toggle. Sorry. Uh, Push pull coil tap or split. I'm not can't remember which one. Yeah, I think it's split. Yeah, it's going to be split. Um, so and then it's a tone tone one tone one volume. Um, trem which is slightly floating because of the carved top. Okay, yeah. Uh, mahogany body maple cap which is about an inch thick, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, satin finish, ebony fretboard maple neck and locking tuners so it's it's specced up to the hilt oh yeah it's the only thing the only sound I cannot get out of that is a middle strap picker that's yeah, the well, only bit I'm yeah. missing where just just own a strap for the rest of that yeah exactly spare guitar two guitars wonderful turn that's up it. with a PRS and a strap or a PRS and a silver sky <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> the less said about that abomination the better I like it I like it I oh. want one <laughs> right I think I think we've we've pontificated enough for this week haven't we we've we've uh, yeah we've luxuriated in your uh, your <laughs> massive gear dump uh, yeah I've, I've just had like I mean I haven't even touched on any of the pedals or anything I've had like well, half a dozen new pedals since the last time. Well, we'll save that for next time. We'll, we'll save that. So yeah. we kind of we're going kind of semi news now. We're going semi news because okay, like me and Matt have already talked about the um, the Gibson 2019 range. Um, yes, but they are they're finding their way into shops now, aren't they? They are. Yeah, um, they're and, slowly getting. I haven't tried any. 
Um, and I don't think you have, have you? I have not, no. Um, but I thought I'd get your opinions on the uh, on the 2019s because they're kind of rearing their heads again. Yeah, I'm... So I'm uh, I'm mixed. I'm about fifty fifty. So what are the kind of standouts for you? What what are you enjoying from the the twenty nineteen range? So I'm liking the return of the the SG with the Batwing pickguard instead of like the massive pickguard. Okay, because they're growing the, up. Yeah, with like ACDC, obviously that's the that's the SG. Yeah. Um. So that's they've brought that back as sort of like a you have the standard which is the full pit guard yeah, yeah and then they have a slightly I say slightly more expensive about three hundred quid more expensive yeah is this uh, one with um, the different pit guard and I think it's slightly different spec okay okay so so what are the specs on the uh, the the SG range then because I thought from from memory, and this is this is me kind of trudging the the depths of my memory, trying to remember yeah. like fucking six weeks ago or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so there's like, is there like a studio? There's a there's a tribute. Yeah, sorry, yeah, tribute. Is there not a studio yeah. then for for the SG? There isn't a studio. There's a tribute. Yeah, uh, a standard. Yeah, standard. The standard sixty one. Okay, and then high and performance. And then the high performance. Okay. Ah, I get you. Um, I get you. I get you. Um, so the tribute is like your satin finish, or you like your warm yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. They've been doing the, yeah, they've been doing the tributes for quite a while. Um, yeah, it's 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 the same as always. That, but they're just a bit more expensive this year, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems that, to be yeah. the, um, the the consensus with a lot of the um, the Gibson range recently. Yeah. It's just getting more expensive. Mm, yeah, I mean, there's one or two things that have cropped up which um, kind of book that trend, though, as well. Um, yeah. So there's uh, the the Melody Maker, uh, Les Paul, and the uh, SG Fusion. The SG Fusion? I'm not sure what the SG Fusion is. I haven't seen that one. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's a bit like the... Um, the Melody Maker M2, I think. Oh, the there's the double cut Les Paul Junior. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's um, the other one. That's because that's coming in at about six and a half, isn't it? That one. Yeah, it's, it's six ninety nine. Yeah, which is I'm tempted by that. I'm not going to lie. That that's a nice bit of guitar. Um, I I wouldn't mind that. I would be. I would be. A couple of things yeah. don't do it for me. I know people have been bitching about the scratch plate and yeah, yeah. I could take it or leave it. It's not, it's not, yeah, trend, I'm, but I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm about, I'm the same as you. It's I can, I'm not put off by it, but I'm also looking, not going. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that, that puts me off completely about it is the colors. I mean, yeah. You've got, like, yeah, I get that. Like a dark tobacco burst and you've got like a black and like a, a blue kind of, yeah, there's a worn cherry, worn yeah. ebony, worn brown, and war- and a blue stain. Yeah, yeah, and all of them are they're just really fucking dull. They're yeah. really, really dull. Uh, yeah, I agree. They're I just mean, TV yellow just is one there. of the ones that you expect, and it's not there. Like, just f- fully cherry, just like a like a bright cherry. 
and and yeah like the um the custom shop ones that they were doing uh last year or the year before they did like a like a really bright vibrant red and a like a surf surfy kind of green color all right they were absolutely banging yeah uh, i think i think you i think you hit the nail on the head it's like it needs a tv yellow a cherry red and an ebony and then just that those are the three colors they should have gone forget your weird blue stain and you know your worn brown yeah it's just uh, i mean they they're not very exciting for me um yeah and i know there's not there's not a great deal of places that are doing alternatives but yeah. for a similar price you can get a gordon smith um or a or a reverend yeah like reverends but i mean that that kind of that double cut junior style the uh, yeah. the Gordon Smiths at that that uh, price point, I think they come with binding as well, so it looks a bit classier. Yeah, and you're getting that one so I know, thing. I know the um, the Reverend do sort of the single cut junior. Oh, do they? You can get it with the big C, and you can you know you can sort of get get a bit fancier. Yeah, and I've I've always liked the look of those. The um the Ibanez AX as well that we mentioned. Uh, two weeks ago, that's oh yeah, that's kind of double cut inspired. That's it's a it's a like a really cheap alternative because they're only about 100 and, 190 quid or something like that. All right, but it's 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 inspired by that, and it's it gets you in the a similar ballpark. But yeah, I think I think Gibson, you can see they've nearly they nearly got it right on the. Double cut junior. Yeah, I mean it's, it's going so it's, close. It's going in the right direction, isn't it? It's going in the right direction. Yeah. And for that it's almost there. And the fact that it's it's a price point which doesn't make you just instantly wince is no hats off to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Hats off to you. It's not for yeah. me because the, the colours are just not quite there. But I, I reckon Speaking of Speaking of colours though. Go on. There uh, you know I like a firebird. Yes. They've introduced a new colour in the Firebird series. I don't know if it's new, but like newly returned, if not new. Okay. It's called Cardinal Red. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's like a light red, almost orangey Firebird, and it looks awesome. Awesome, yes. And And, are the Firebirds, is there still two, two in the range? Yeah, so you've got the... It's just the Firebird and the Firebird tribute. Okay, yeah, because it, it was it was studio last year, I think. Yeah, I think the studios had humbuckers as well, but the tributes this year's of this year have got um, mini bookers again. Mini humbuckers. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So, it's what you expect from a Firebird, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, although I do I do like the studio. I tell you what, it's... I've been liking this uh, this year, and this is since uh, like since the the kind of the guitar shops have been getting them in and, and actually like taking photos of these, these specific colors They're they're yeah. doing, um, something called blueberry burst, I think this year. And it's like, blueberry burst. yeah, it's like purple, uh, purple blueberry fade. fade, a blueberry fade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've just found it. And I've, on the sort of high performance guitars. Yeah, I think so. If they do that in, in a, in a burst, not a fade, and if they did that on yeah. just a standard, I would be all over that. They do it. They do the blueberry burst on the Les Paul standard. Oh, do they? 
Yeah. Oh shit, man. And that I'm looking at it now, and that is nice. Shit, man. Really, really nice. So yeah, I mean that that's what I'm digging. Um, yeah. Just to wrap up the the Gibson stuff because we've got shit loads to get through this week as well. Um, yeah. What what is not necessarily uh, doing it for you on the Gibson stuff? So what's a bit of a letdown for you? Um. I'd say most of it I'm kind of just near about. Mm. Like nothing massively jumps out at me. I love the fact they've got the I'm what kind of as a backstory, I'm really fussy about flying V's. Oh I, I like I only like flying V's with a certain pit guard and a certain control layout. <laughs> okay. And they've nearly brought it back this year, but it's only in a natural finish. Uh yeah, because aren't they Which, doing Karina ones? I think so, yeah. And okay. then they've got like a satin black tribute version. Yeah. With, but that, which I love, but it's got a different control layout, which instantly kills it for me. Is it the two volume one tone? Uh, yeah, I like the two volume one tone and this these just look like a volume and a tone. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like, there's a lot of N- nearly, I'd have that. Uh, I, I, almost. I, I missed the uh, missed the chance for a, a Gibson Flying V. They they yeah. released some. They released a Flying V, which was absolutely perfect for me. It looked beautiful. Yeah, um, it was cool. I I had a similar thing. Uh, it was the traditional Pro, I think it was called, and it was like all right. Um, just like just a, a kind of wine lighter than wine red but like a kind of trans red yeah binding no pick guards zebra pickups um oh nice and it was oh it just looks so good and they i think they had it around for like maybe two years and i was like yeah i'll, I'll get it when it gets cheaper i'll get it i'll, I'll just hold off for a little <laughs> while and then it's gone and Never, never to be seen again. No. I will have yeah. to get other, one day. Uh, I mean, other than that, it's all pretty, you know, if I ignore the price, most of it is quite nice. Yeah, I think... The only thing I think is missing is a gold top traditional. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. There's, a gold, there's a gold top classic, which has got zebra pickups and that, but I think... But when you move up to the traditional, you get the um, covered pickups and a few other bits. Yeah, and I, I think that there should be, would have been a, be a bit nicer for it. I think a gold top needs the covered pickups. Yeah, and, and it needs to be in the traditional range, but it's not this year. And they haven't done a for the last sort of two or three years. They've done a tribute as well. Yeah, like yeah. a satin gold top tribute, and that's not there either. Oh right, okay. I just I want more gold top. I need more gold tops. I, I'm I'm up for that. I, I do like a do like a gold top. Let's let's it's leave my uh, favourite finish. <laughs> let's let's leave Gibson uh leave Gibson B then for this week because okay I think generally speaking generally speaking we think the prices still aren't aren't great but there's there's some steps in the right direction. Yeah, it's they're slowly getting better. As yeah. they are every year, they're slowly getting there, and it's quite nice to see. Yeah, I'm all for that. Um, but the other, the other one, the other guitar company, have done something this week, haven't they? 
The other guitar company. Ah, oh, yes, the other, the yeah. other one. <laughs> you've got, you've got the G and you've got the F, and we've talked yeah. about the G. So, and Fender. now we're for the F. Yeah, Fender. Yes, Fender Jap. We talked about some Jap, uh, Jap stuff last week, but there's more. There is more. Um, so, <laughs> uh, possibly we'll start off with uh, the one that I care the least about. <laughs> Just put my cards cards straight on the table. Uh, the Trad Fifty Strat. So, Ooh. so they are uh, just kind of standard um, vintage spec strats. So your um, six screw tremolo, uh, yeah, seven point two five inch radius neck, um, yeah, yeah, maple boards, and they come in some some decent colours. Each and the each and every one of the colours have got like a weird racing stripe, like the old Mustang GTs had on them. I don't. Yeah, it's not for me. Um, I really like. They've got like a kind of blue, purpley kind of finish. Yeah, yeah. With a white like, racing stripe on it. I really like that. So you've got three finishes. You? You've got a surf green, which has got I think it's like a, a light orange brown kind of stripe on it. Yeah. Uh, you've got the silver, which is like a kind of parchment uh, or like a kind of light brown um, stripe. And then yeah. the, the the dark blue one's got, it looked like a pale blue to me, but it, it could be, it could be a white. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a very small picture, so it could be, it could be anything, but it's, it's definitely a sort of like a very pale blue, whitish kind of. Yeah. 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 Racing I mean, to it. So for me, <laughs> Um, I, I had a, uh, a a Mexican uh, 50 strap, which these seem quite similar spec to, which was six-point yeah. tremolo system. I assume it's going to have vintage tuners on it as well. Uh, really low output uh, strapping. Probably, yeah. Um, it, it, wasn't, it was okay, but the, the 7.25-inch radius neck just... It, it, it is a deal-breaker for me. It's an absolute deal-breaker. Um, I mean, I don't think I've ever played a neck with that radius, so I, I don't think I can comment. Yeah, yeah. You, the problem is you can't get the strings close enough to the fretboards because yeah, because the radius is so extreme on it. Yeah, if you get them too close, they choke out when you bend. Yeah, so you you either have to have a slightly bigger action, or you've you've uh, you, you just don't bend on them. <laughs> so, um, um, but the uh, the low output pickups as well. It they were really sweet sounding, but they were really difficult to get to drive as well. Yeah, they just they didn't have enough of a kick. Yeah, so, yeah. So for some people, if you are if you are into the vintage specs, and I know it comes with the the title that it's a traditional fifties strat. Yeah. It, if, yeah, it's really not for me. It's really not. Um, I, I mean, I, I quite like, I quite like it. I, I could quite happily go for that blue one. Fair play, fair play. Uh, so, what else have we got in the uh, uh, the range? You, you can, you can tell us this next one because you, you were quite excited about this one, weren't you? Yeah, this is the twelve string strap. You beauty. Um, yeah. So that's. Uh, I mean, what what more do I really need to say? Is it's a hardtail twelve-string strap? Yeah, I think you'd struggle to get a tremolo on a twelve-string, wouldn't you? 
It'd be interesting. <laughs> Just imagine, because Strat Tremolos, not known for their tuning stability, then having to yeah. choose 12 of the fuckers. <laughs> oh. I, I, someone needs to do it. Someone needs to make a 12-string Strat with a trem on it. Wow. I mean, th- these uh, they are called the Strat 12, aren't they? So 12... Yeah. 12 inch, um, 12 inch radius. What am I about? No, dickhead. Uh, 12 string <laughs> strat. Uh, yeah. I don't think there was much, uh, much else about it. So it didn't tell you the radius. It didn't tell you a, uh, any more accoutrements, but yeah. the fact that it is a 12 string strat. Yeah. Based, it's based on the, um, it pays homage to the 1965 model. Yeah. 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 And, um, the, the, the only reason I know that even existed is because of cream. Um, there's a song on Desiree Gears called Dance yeah. the Night Away, which clearly uses a 12-string, and I know that it's a 12-string strat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's on one of these classic albums, uh, TV shows that you used to get on, like, BBC Two at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, But, yeah, it's... Um, it's, I think, looking at their description of it on the on the news page yeah there's um it's not the first time they've sort of reissued it but it's always been limited to japan yeah whereas this time they've just let it you know yeah sent it it into into the the world world. yeah um 899 for that as well considering it's such a well 899 us yes dollars dollars as well um which would lead me to believe that it's going to be more uh yeah, probably about add, a, add probably about hundred onto that for us. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's something that you won't get the chance to buy again. So yeah, it's um interesting. I'm if not, nothing else, it's interesting. Well, that's it. That's it. I'm not dropping a grand on a twelve string strap because it's a grand, uh, and yeah, I wouldn't use a twelve string strap a grand enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's 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 not worth. It. It's not quite worth it. But I mean, if you if you're collecting, if you're after like a really weird, uh, an interesting piece that you you might yeah. just sit on for um, for a bit of um, appreciation, eventually one of these might be a sleeper hit. Exactly. Right. Let's. Uh, but there is one more. Let's there is one up. more, isn't there? There is. Uh, the traditional '60s jazz master. Yes. In Paisley. So we've got pink Paisley and we've got blue flowers. Yeah. Um, which they, they've done that in Telecaster, they've done that in Strats as well. So it's it makes sense that this is just now the next next thing. Yeah. Um, last kind of five years, offsets have been the big thing, haven't they? Yeah, with you know, with the whole sort of indie band and the old, old you know, the alt rock stuff. Yeah, 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 and the pop stuff—it's all—it's all been about Mustangs. It's all been about Jazz Masters and Jags and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, there's been a it's real all been about those it? sort of things. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. I understand it. Do I need to? I don't know. I. I don't. <laughs> I. I don't like the tram on the Jazz Master. No, I don't um, think they're supposed to. I, I don't. They are supposed to be universally just, hated. I just don't like it. I don't understand why they still use it because it's 
just bad. It's part of the look, though, isn't it? It's yeah. It 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 is a tradition with with the Jazzmaster to have that massive, just massive silver plate on the back. Yeah, um, and the finish. I'm. I I don't know what I think. Oh, to be honest, there are so many so many people who cream their panties for for the um the pink paisley finishes. Yeah. And, I couldn't give two fucks. Oh. I'm I'm a bit sort of I don't know you know when you're sort of on the the sort of end of I either like it loads or I hate it. Yeah, you don't quite I understand. Just, it's like I'm on the edge of a cliff and I don't know which way to fall. No, oh, just, just it's it's like one is either love it or I hate it and I can't decide which give in to the hate let the hate <laughs> flow through you do it <laughs> yeah that, uh, you've been practicing that yeah <laughs> just uh, in front of the mirror ever since I was about six <laughs> uh, so yeah I mean it, it's news isn't it it is news yeah and they're asking so nine 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 US dollars one 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 six nine UK English great pounds proper money. Yeah, well that's uh, that's what some people might say. Yep, I dare not dare not blaspheme <laughs> our, uh, our American listener. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. So so I, I don't I don't really care too much for him. I think I picked the blue strap. I reckon I could have a bit of fun with that blue strap. Out of all of them, I would probably have the Sunburst uh, 12. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just because I think I'd probably use that more than I would the others. But, meh. It's, it's just... Yeah. yeah, it's just meh. It's, it, I mean, it's it's interesting stuff. It's it's not safe. It's not bland. But it's, yeah. it's not my bag either. So, hats off Japan. You're doing You're doing crazy stuff again. You always will. We love you. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're going to end up today. We're going to do a quick one, but we're going to yeah. we're going to smash through a little spotlight on on another company because we've been doing these spotlights for the past couple of weeks. Uh, we did Ibanez two weeks ago, and last week we did something that Matt mentioned that I can totally remember. <laughs> totally definitely uh, remember that's it isn't it it'll come to me eventually uh, it won't, maybe it won't Schecter no it definitely won't Schecter what was it who knows it, it, I've slept since then but this week we're going to be um, <laughs> we're going to be <laughs> um, taking a look at Harley Benton guitars uh, which yeah. was spurred on by um Buy a guitar that I found, and I think we'll save that for a little bit later. Yeah, because I you I you shared it, I saw it, and now I want it. Well, that's it. I blame it's, you. It's it's a bit good. Um, yeah, it is I'm, a bit. I'm going to start us off with a with a an interesting pick from the Harley Benton range. Uh, yeah, because we're we're starting to hear more and more good things from Harley Benton. Uh, the Guitar yeah. Geek's been reviewing quite a few recently. He's been loving them. Uh, there are a couple of guys on Instagram who've been uh, who've like 
got some recently and I'm actually saying they're they're really fucking good. Um yeah. So I thought we'd we'd have a look. So I'm going to start off um so this this model is called the TE80 NT Deluxe. And that means fuck all. Okay. Um right. <laughs> <laughs> So you could probably uh, guess TE means telly. Uh um, yeah. However, it's uh, it's based on the uh, the old um, Hona um, Prince Telecaster. All right. So it's 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 looking funky. It's got it's it's got the kind of the um, the flamed maple top. Um, it's got the walnut stripe down the middle. It's got the tall pick guard with the kind of weird little pick guard thing by the bridge as well. Nice. Um, it's an ash body, so pretty pretty telecastery. Um of course. And you just get like ultimate prince badassness. Um, <laughs> I vaguely remember um Henning Pauly doing a review of these when they first came out. Um, yeah, he does a lot of the Harley Benton stuff, doesn't he? He does. He's he's tied in quite uh, quite well with the the Toman brand. Um but he, yeah. he was raving about it actually. And the there were a couple of people on uh, on other guitar groups um, that were loving it. So yeah. so it it's an attest. Uh, they attest for the quality of it. Um, it's one hundred and fifty nine pound. One hundred and fifty nine pounds. One five nine. That seems fucking ridiculous, doesn't it? <laughs> That's. Uh, uh, I'm I'm sort of speechless. That's that's mental. And this is going to be a running theme. Um, yeah, going to be a running theme for uh, today's Harley Benton spotlight because the pricing does seem to be absolutely mental, like really yeah, crazy. They're, like they're, they're doing some like black market stuff to be able to do this. Well, something yeah. something's got to be happening, hasn't it? Um, it's they're. They're very smart people to be able to make guitars at the prices they're doing it. Yeah, yeah, and it's—I believe it's loaded with Rockwell pickups, which um, are Harley Benton's brand. I assume um, they used to be yeah. loaded with Wilkinson stuff, but now they're loaded with these uh, these Rockwells, and people have been raving yeah. about them as well. So that's my first pick. You've got you've got two, haven't you? That you wanted to mention. Yeah, so my first one, I'll pick the cheaper of the two, okay. which is a, it's another telly. It's the T30BE standard series, which, again, means the square root of jackal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, uh, it's a ash-bodied Telecaster standard telly setup, maple neck, maple fingerboard, yeah. C-radius neck, 22 frets, Two single coils, a volume, a tone, and a three-way switch in yes, the standard. So everything you know, you'd expect from a Telecaster. Yeah, a proper Telecaster. But the really nice thing about it is it's less than 80 quid. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Less. No, it's seven. According to my tab open on Toman right now, Yeah, it's £79.38. That's that's mental. So I mean, if you include postage on top of that, you might you it might get somewhere near ninety quid. 
Yeah, you might scratch 90 quid, maybe. But I think you think of the, the next one up, which is the Squire Affinity uh, Telecaster, which, which is, yeah. it ranges from about 120 to about 160, depending on what finish. Yeah, it's, you just can't, you just can't beat it. No, it's a, it's a bit mental, that is, isn't it? It's a little bit in mental. Fact, I think there might be, sorry, I was going to say, I think there might be one slightly cheaper in this range yeah. in the finish, but it's not, it's a different model. Oh, is it? Um, I know they yeah, they do like B stock bargains, don't they as well? Yeah. So, but like this, I don't. I kind of want one just to buy and fix up and put really nice pickups in it and just make it a beast. Because <laughs> yes. I could probably yes. spec it out to be an absolute monster. Yeah. And still be cheaper than buying a, you know. Pick a brand that uses named branded um, hardware and whatever. Yeah, well, if you think like the next one up um, in terms of like a Telecaster, you'd think like the fifties classic vibe, which is about yeah. four four fifty, I think, these days. Yeah. If in, you if you like bought the guitar for like eighty quid and put yeah the additional like three hundred and fifty quid's worth of uh, <laughs> like. Electronics yeah, hardware. That's it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a beast. You'd still have money for a setup at the end of it as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so that that's, so, that's 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 an absolute steal. Um, yeah. What's what's your uh, what's your next one? Uh, my next one is the HB three five CH, uh, which you know. So speaking you know exactly man, what that speak is English. just from the name. Uh, it's sort of like a three three five kind of style okay so we're talking semi-hollow yeah yeah big semi-hollow thing uh what what what's uh, we talking uh mahogany center block okay yeah uh maple sort of surround i, I don't know about what else to call it yeah maple so the center back, yeah yeah basically is it laminated um, maple it doesn't say okay okay, okay. um it is an arch top it's a maple neck and a blackwood fretboard whatever blackwood is mm-hmm. um but again 22 frets two humbuckers two tones two volumes everything you'd expect from a 335 with dot inlays okay go on um give me a price 159 pounds shit me shit me i when i came because when you told me to to look through uh and stuff and pick out a couple that i like yeah i I, I just went and looked at all the guitars and just sort of worked my way through yeah and came across this and I, for a second i did really seriously think do i want one of these <laughs> well i mean semi hollows they they are fun <laughs> so i don't own a semi hollow but this is the perfect excuse well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. mental. Exactly that. Uh, so, not wanting to kind of dwell on it too much, and we, yeah. we're kind of running uh, running out of time. Uh, okay. So we'll, we'll we'll go on to the 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 big finale, and this is the one that we both independently looked at and just said yes. Uh, yeah, we both. What? Well, you shared this in the group originally. Yeah. I saw it, and now I hate you for showing it to me. Yeah. This, um this is yeah so this, this is, is it's one that i 
even though I I have absolutely no intention of buying any any new guitars, I I am very tempted to to break that pact. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very similar. So this is it's called the Fusion HSH Roasted NT, which yeah, basically from that you could probably tell uh, you could tell more than the the other bloody barcode <laughs> numbers. So it's a, it's an HSH setup. Um, yeah, it's it's super strap flavored. It's got a very roasted, much so. roasted flame maple neck. Um, so if you think kind of Harley Benton's take on um, Guthrie Govan's Sir or his Charvel, pretty much because they're, they're it's, it's almost identical. Yeah, it's almost identical. So let's let's just rattle off some of these specs because these are very very impressive. Yeah. So, as I mentioned, roasted um, flame maple neck, which uh, uh, I'll mention the price point in a bit, but at, at a price point that's under like seven hundred quid, you never see roasted maple. Yeah. I think like the the next cheapest one was the um, the Charvels, which we mentioned on the last cast. Oh yeah, I like the look of those. I might yeah. have to. Um, I'm. I'd debate one of those. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, shit, man, seven hundred quid for uh, like a roasted maple necked super strut. That's a bargain. Um, but then yeah. Harley Benton come, <laughs> come with this. So roasted flame maple neck. Uh, yeah, Harley Benton came back and went, hold my beer. That's it, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so a new bone nut, which I don't exactly know what new bone is. It's new as in like uh, new metal. Yeah, it's made by the guys from Corn. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not your standard like shitty resin, shitty yeah plasticky yeah. So it's it's something which is a little bit upgraded from that. Twenty four yeah. stainless steel frets. Uh, it's just that's that's nuts. Again, show show me a guitar that's like under seven hundred quid that's got stainless steel frets. It it ain't happening. It- um, so. Next thing, WSC locking machine heads. Not heard of the company before, but locking machine heads are always uh, a welcome yeah. thing, especially because this is like a, a modern uh, modern style instrument. Yeah, uh, it's got it's got a two point. Not the, yeah, that's the next one. It's a Wilkinson two point trim as well, so bit of yeah. good quality. Um, Roswell pickups again. This is coming in at three hundred and fifty nine quid. So, yeah. If you compare it to the other things that um, we mentioned, it's quite a jump up. But if you look but still. at still, yeah. So, like I say, three hundred and fifty nine quid or the next one up, which I don't yeah. think you get half of these things on. Uh, I don't think you get stainless steel frets with the the Charvel. Um, I think they're hardtails the Charvels as well. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm looking at I mean some of the finer details. Like the 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 inlays, yeah. Uh, they're clay, aren't they? Clay dots. They're clay. They're not plastic. They're clay. That's it. And, and uh, they're strung with they're strung with deodarios as well. Uh huh. I think all of the um the Harley Bentons are strung with deodarios, aren't they? I think. Are they? It does, uh, is yeah, that I something it, I missed on all the other? I think it mentioned. No, they're not on the. I, just, I looked on the just looking on the three three five yeah. one that I mentioned earlier. It's strung with Harley Benton strings. Oh, is it? Okay, okay. So this is definitely like premium quality because they're going for yeah, just a like a nice, just just tiny touches like that. 
Yeah. And it's still under 400 quid. Yeah, and the um, it's got a, a switch to engage coil splits as well. So it's... Yeah. I mean, the the Guthrie gave... I don't know if the um, the Charvel does it, but the, the Sir one, it weren't... Uh, it weren't the standard five way that you'd expect, which would be like bridge, bridge, middle, middle. Yeah. Like, it did some like weird, like outside coil, inside coil of this pickup and then would do like, so it was, it was some weird, weird switching systems and this doesn't do that, but it's got all of the, yeah, it's just, wood. yeah, it's got the, the tools that you need to do stupid stuff like that with the coil splits and stuff. Yeah. You can probably buy the switch. Yeah. To, just do that with anyway. Yeah. So, so it's very difficult to to see why you wouldn't be looking at one of these. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm gobsmacked. Yeah, at some of these. Um, I mean, I have been prodding our friend the guitar geek to get a um, a review done of one because yeah, yeah, it's just. It, it look it looks like it's gonna be absolute just the part, doesn't it? Uh yeah, it's it's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Right, and I think on that bombshell we we're gonna end it for today. Before we do okay. actually, um I'd like to give a because um, I was supposed to do this at the start of the bloody cast, but I'd like to give a shout out to um to Lee from uh, Pedal Boards of Doom because we, we uh did did our interview uh, recently it was a little bit late actually because we had some technical issues um and some of which you won't you i weren't able to get rid of so you'll be able to hear them in the um the interview but if you haven't already go check that out because it is like the guy's an absolute dude and he's just it's awesome it's really good fun um so if you want to check us guys out if you want to get involved yeah. in this uh this podcast you go on the facebook group which is facebook uh, Facebook groups uh, Fret Talk Podcast um, if you want to find me online you go facebook.com slash budget pedal chap you go instagram.com slash budget pedal chap or you go on YouTube and you search budget pedal chap stuff will be happening soon on the YouTube uh, I'm going to get back on it uh, Instagram started rolling again and pretty much all focus is on the podcast pretty much at the moment uh, so yeah, get involved in it get involved um, Ollie, it's been so long. It's been so long. You need to do your your own. You need to do your <laughs> so own. So, my my Facebook is uh, facebook.com forward slash Ollie Miles Music. Right on. Um, same for the Instagram. It's Ollie Miles Music. I think my Twitter is the same, which I've just started. Yeah. Um, my YouTube channel, I don't have a dedicated address for yet yeah but you can find all the videos if you go to my facebook yeah it's all there's the links are all there so you can find that i'm currently at 97 likes on my facebook page i'm only three away so if anyone wants to come and knock me over the 100 likes mark that would be much appreciated and then go and subscribe to the rest of it as well that's it man would be much appreciated first 100 likes are the hardest gets easier yeah oh so yeah i mean absolute just thank you guys for listening because you guys out there you listeners are you're the ones who we do it for so i've got to give a bit big shout out to you guys as well um but hey. 
for today, that has been episode number 60. 61, sorry. Yeah. 61. 61. 60, 61. Not 60. So this has been episode number 61. I have been your host, Mr. Budget Metal yeah. Chap. He has been Mr. I Mark have been Mark Wine. Yeah. yeah, for today, you have been the standing Mac Wine. And it will be <laughs> a tatty boy and good night for, for, uh, from us. Ta-ra a bit. Okay. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. Black country boys, I'm saying. <laughs> from the West Midlands. <laughs> hey. I eat. Uh, oh.